From Innovation Alley at Marquette University, I'm Chuck Swoboda, and this is Innovators on Tap, a show based on the idea that innovation is about leadership. It's a mindset to find a better way, and ultimately, it's about people. This podcast is designed to allow you to open your mind to new ideas and find ways to put those concepts to work and maybe even change the world. Episode 13 continues our journey to uncover your innovator's spirit as we learn how to focus the mind. Today, we start by debunking the multitasking myth and recognize it for what it really is, the enemy of the focus needed for innovation. We'll help you see how a crisis can help focus your team and give you some ideas as to how you can create a distraction-free environment, embrace your underdog status, and leverage rivalries to give your team that extra something needed to do what others say can't be done. That's what's on tap today. Enjoy. On the evening of Monday, April 11th, 1970, three astronauts sitting atop a giant rocket blasted off into space on their way to the moon. As the crew of Apollo 13 hurtled thousands of miles an hour through space, disaster struck. One of the spacecraft's oxygen tanks exploded, causing the other to fail. And we heard those now famous words. Okay, Houston, we've had a problem here. This is Houston, say again, please. Uh, Houston, we've had a problem. The astronauts' lives were in peril, as were their chances for returning safely to Earth. The only hope they had was for the mission control team back in Houston to figure out a way to keep them alive while getting them on a course where they could safely come back to Earth. It was a true life or death crisis that has become a great lesson in how a crisis can generate the kind of focus innovators need to push the envelope. A crisis gives you license to eliminate distractions and ensures that everyone pushes towards the goal in a way that makes failure not an option. The challenge for many of us is capturing the level of focus needed to pursue the impossible, to keep going when it seems like there is no way to get to the goal. And we live in a world where it has become seemingly more difficult than ever to tune up the distractions and get serious about what really needs to be done. Let me ask you a question. Do these sound familiar? You've got mail. You've got mail. You've got mail. If you're like most people living in our highly connected world, these sounds are part of your everyday experience. And for many of us, they don't stop, even when our day ends. We live in a world that is begging us to multitask and one that makes it harder and harder to truly focus the mind. Our attention is being pulled in so many different directions that we aren't able to focus on anything. We've come to believe that these tools and technologies are making us more productive, but instead, they're diluting the most important thing needed for innovation, focus. A research study at the University of California, Irvine, showed that it takes 23 minutes to return your full attention to the task at hand after a notification from your phone, email, or other source. Think about that for a second. If you get a notification on average every 20 minutes during the day, you never have your full attention on anything. 
The simple truth is that multitasking doesn't work. In fact, it's counterproductive. John Zaratsky, author of Sprint and Make Time, and a leading expert on focus and attention, said on an episode of this podcast, multitasking isn't real. You know, that it's um, what we think of as multitasking is actually just switching back and forth. And so if you think about switching, you know that there's a cost. And the cost is more than just your time. It reduces your effectiveness at just about everything else you're working on. And this problem applies to companies as well. There have been many formerly great companies with talented people who eventually failed because they could not focus on the most important things required to achieve their collective success. Phil Knight, the iconic CEO and co-founder of Nike, said, We wanted Nike to be the world's best sports and fitness company. Once you say that, you have a focus. You don't end up making wing tips or sponsoring the next Rolling Stones world tour. Think about how many companies miss this point. They try to be good at everything, which usually makes them great at nothing. So here are some ideas that you can use to eliminate the many distractions in your own organization and make focus your innovation superpower. First, create a work environment that doesn't just encourage, but literally forces your team to focus, which is about far more than just choices and willpower. The environment you're working in and the habits of everyone around you has a tremendous effect on your ability to bring the type of focus needed for success. Wendy Wood, the author of Good Habits, Bad Habits, said, Many of our repeated behaviors are cued by everyday environments, even though people think they're making choices all the time. If you want to intensely pursue really big ideas, create a workplace which is conducive to focus and a culture designed to fight distraction. This was the exact strategy of the original Skunk Works project, a secret division of Lockheed Martin that produced the United States' first jet fighter plane, and a term that has become synonymous with a secret team in any organization. Everett Rogers, the American sociologist who coined the term early adopter, defined a Skunk Works project in this way. An enriched environment that is intended to help a small group of individuals design a new idea by escaping routine organizational procedures. When we invented the Cree LED light bulb, we utilized this strategy with our bulb team. We knew if we were going to get this innovative product to market on time, it would require a team that could operate outside the normal business rules. So we took a small group and moved them into a separate warehouse that was not affiliated with the rest of the company. The team wasn't allowed to tell anyone what they were working on. Just report to me every two weeks on their progress. There were many benefits to this idea, but the most important was that it gave the team extreme focus on solving the most important problems instead of dealing with all the rules, distractions, and interruptions that were part of everyday life in the larger company. By focusing the team on one big problem, it forced them to make success their only option. The second idea is to embrace the role of the underdog. You might be asking yourself, how can an innovator lead the market if they think of themselves as the underdog? Well, it turns out that when it comes to innovation, this mindset helps galvanize the team in an uphill battle against the odds, which provides a level of motivation that would otherwise not be possible. 
Malcolm Gladwell, the best-selling author, said in his book, David and Goliath, The fact of being an underdog changes people in ways that we often fail to appreciate. It opens doors and creates opportunities and enlightens and permits things that might otherwise have seemed unthinkable. The problem that many companies have once successful is that it is easy to become comfortable and complacent. By embracing the underdog mindset, you avoid this trap. Even Microsoft, which is probably the furthest you could possibly be from an underdog, found a way to tap into the spirit. Bill Gates, the founder and former CEO, said, The outside perception and inside perception of Microsoft are so different. The view of Microsoft inside Microsoft is always kind of an underdog thing. If Microsoft can convince themselves that they're an underdog, so can you. The last idea is to leverage the power of a rivalry and people's competitive instincts. Maybe you've heard of the famous Lakers-Celtics basketball rivalry from the 1980s, where the two teams combined to win eight titles over the course of a decade, often facing each other for the championship. Magic Johnson, star of those Showtime Lakers, said, When the new schedule would come out each year, I'd grab it and circle the Boston games. To me, it was the two and the other 80. And Larry Bird, superstar of the Celtics at the time, said, The first thing I would do every morning was look at the box scores to see what Magic did. I didn't care about anything else. A rivalry allows you to create another level of focus that goes beyond rational logic and taps into something deeper inside us. NYU psychologist Gavin Kilduff said that we may be able to boost our own levels of motivation and performance by either forming rivalries or harnessing the ones we already have. It might also get us to think about whether other individuals in our lives view us as their rivals. So if you want to innovate, embrace an existing rivalry, or make one up to leverage the competitive instinct that lies within most all of us. Well, innovation certainly starts with mindset. It's not enough. It requires incredible focus and motivation to do what most others think is not possible. Go beyond the logical and engage your team at an emotional level. Don't be afraid to embrace an existing crisis or create one for your own needs. Either way, you'll be able to generate a level of focus that goes beyond the ordinary. There's nothing like tapping into someone's survival instincts to get them outside their comfort zone. Innovation is hard, and it can become impossible if you aren't focused on the most important things every single day. So don't be afraid to change the work environment, to remove boundary conditions and get rid of distractions. Embrace the underdog spirit and leverage people's competitiveness to harness the focus necessary to create real value. Thanks for listening to this episode of Innovators on Tap, which demonstrates the power of focusing your mind. If you enjoyed hearing about this concept, you can learn about it in more detail in my book, The Innovator's Spirit, which is available wherever you buy books. If you found value in this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And please share the podcast with your friends and colleagues, because I think we all know of things that could use some innovative thinking. Please feel free to contact us through our website at innovatorsontap.com. 
We are always open to new ideas or critical feedback. My belief as an innovator is anything you do today can be done better tomorrow. Thanks for joining us on this journey. Let's go change the world.